Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. So with the word metaverse only recently reaching the ears of most people for the first time just over the last few weeks, many, I think, are wondering about the potential behind this immersive iteration of online connectivity. Our guest today has the credentials to talk all about that. It is Dan Berger. He is the president of the Vancouver VRAR Association. He also founded it right here in the city. And and Dan, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much for having me, Tyler. Okay, let's start with this. Uh, Dan, for for those that aren't in the know, what is the metaverse? Yeah, so it's really exciting. I'm sure everywhere you go, you're hearing the metaverse and so many people have different uh, definitions of it, but Essentially, it's really this next wave of the internet. You look at uh, Web3, you look at the metaverse, it's all going to be kind of tied together with uh, multiple elements of technology, VR, AR, um, video. Uh, and basically, you're going to be you know, able to do business and to be able to hang out with your friends in a digital kind of universe. And uh, we're already seeing a lot of uh, interesting things happen within the metaverse, uh, such as uh, over $100 million in the past couple of weeks have been sold uh, within uh, land development in uh, in this virtual world. So uh, it's really an exciting space right now. And it's uh, we're, we're kind of at this precipice of uh, this explosion uh, happening right in front of us. And obviously, I think the reason why you're well credentialed to talk about this is because of how immersive this is meant to be. Uh, as you mentioned, it's going to be kind of a, a mishmash of different things. Uh, you can engage with it through you know, virtual reality, augmented reality as well. Is the time of people kind of looking at 2D screens, is that uh, over in the coming years or is that still going to play a part in the way that we connect to the internet moving forward? Yeah, you know what, like, I I do think there will still be an element of 2D, but it's obviously moving into 3D. So being able to uh, jump into the metaverse and be able to engage with uh, your friends and family on, on uh, this, uh, in in this virtual uh, universe, you'll you'll be able to, um, you know, have uh, your digital NFTs uh, showcase there, you'll be able to uh, buy your digital clothes there. It's it's really going to be a game changer in terms of uh, this next iteration and next wave of the internet. So uh, that's why they're calling it this uh, Web 3.0 uh, revolution because uh, it's really going to change how how we interact with uh, you know these digital um, these digital realms. Some people might be thinking, well, I don't know. I I don't have VR headgear. I might not use it. But uh, what is your take on adoption, especially as we're seeing a lot of the hardware? It is uh, going down in price. It's becoming more available to people uh, right now. Yeah, it's actually really interesting. So uh, the Quest 2 has consistently been uh, sold out. uh, So it's hard to get your hands on one. Uh, So I'm starting to see more of an adoption as... uh, you know, this past year has really exploded uh, within the VR, AR, NFT, uh, crypto world. It's really kind of changed everything. Uh, so, you know, being able to kind of tell uh, people about this technology, it, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't an easy thing to do in the past because uh, most people have never tried it. And now uh, basically everyone I've talked to either has one or they've tried it in, um, in their life. So, I think we're we're starting to see that adoption curve hit really nicely, and it's only gonna um, 
you know, further along uh, within the next uh, few months and into 2022, um, you know, with uh, the release of some of the face, the new Facebook products, some of the new uh, headsets that are coming out and uh, Snap's got some really uh, great uh, AR products coming out as well as um, Apple is supposed to be releasing their first mixed reality headset uh, in Q4 of next year. So it's uh, 2022 and into 2024 will be a really interesting time and we'll start to see more of this uh, adoption curve and we'll we'll see this uh, more in our daily lives. I'm wondering about perhaps also kind of enterprise applications for this. Uh, you know, obviously we're a business publication and I, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are curious, like, okay, well, I can understand using this to uh, pick out my wardrobe, uh, what have you. Um, yeah. How would it help me if I'm in the business world and looking for applications? Yeah, well, it's really interesting. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the real estate uh, realm, uh, you know, you can be able to sell real estate in these virtual worlds and basically have infinite infinite land uh, to be able to sell uh, to people. And this is already happening with uh, platforms like the Sandbox. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, there's there was about $100 million in virtual land that was sold uh, the past couple of weeks, and that's only going to elevate, and, and there's more excitement around that. And I, I do think that in the virtual world, uh, that that's... That's basically right now an untapped market and, you know, people who want to, you know, either build within the metaverse or build the brands in there, they have so much opportunity. And uh, we're really at this exciting phase within uh, this technological revolution uh, that's happening. And, um, you know, we're seeing uh, a ton of retailers that get into the space right now. So Gucci, uh, Valencia just announced that, that they're um, they're going to be um, um, unveiling a metaverse unit. And uh, basically all the top companies right now, like Target, Walmart, have a chief metaverse officer. Um, that's really interesting. I've, I've never seen that in the past. And uh, it was really only this year that uh, we've started to see this um, incredible energy. And this in- industry and this... Um, this metaverse uh, kind of world is um, evolving basically by the second. And it's, it's so hard to keep up with it, but uh, that's the exciting part. It's, it almost reminds me of the, the do- early dot-com era, um, you know, just with uh, all this uh, activity that that's happening and a ton of people are, um, are, are making a lot of money in this, uh, in this uh, world right now. And uh I do think at some point, uh, especially with the NFT market, uh, there will be some dips uh, within, you know, some of the activity. But, uh, you know, this is a future and this will uh, correct and this will be this will essentially democratize um, business. Essentially, you're seeing all these creators, um, you know, making millions and millions of dollars through their artwork and businesses, uh, you know, shifting from the physical to the digital. And that's only going to continue. And, um, you know, we're going to see more and more uh, consumer adoption as well. I'm also wondering about how 
BC and the tech sector here can kind of fit into this equation. You and I, we've chatted in the past about how this is kind of a unique ecosystem when it comes to virtual reality and, and AR, XR, and that's, you know, we have the confluence of the entertainment sector, the technology sector, uh, gaming as well. Do you think BC is, is poised to kind of have an explosion of business activity, not just in terms of using, you know, metaverse, but like developing the, the applications uh, here? Yeah, so I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say BC is going to lead in the metaverse technologies, everything from Web3 Web to uh, NFTs. Uh, we're, we will lead at some point uh, very soon, uh, if, if not already. Uh, you look at the VR AR industry, second biggest in the world. We've got over uh, 250 companies. I, I expect that to triple in the next few years. Uh we have the biggest NFT company in the world, uh, Dapper Labs. Uh, they're valued at $7.5 billion. And there's a ton of companies that not many people know are based in Vancouver. Uh, you know, Manifold XYZ, uh, they they just raised uh, from Andreessen Horowitz uh, a few months ago. And uh, some of the biggest artists in the NFT space, uh, you know, like Fuck Render and, uh, you know, um, Richard as well, uh, and I think some of the Doodles guys are from Vancouver and not many people know that. So I think we're at this cusp of uh, transformational explosion in the BC ecosystem. It's going to shift. We're, we're starting to see frontier tech as a whole uh, become kind of this future of prosperity in this region. And, uh, you know, this is going to create new jobs. This is going to create, um, you know, more GDP. This is... This is really the future of BC, in my opinion, and we have the chance to lead if we play our cards right. One of the things I'm always seeming to discuss with executives in the tech sector is that access to labor. If we want to mm. grow and kind of achieve that potential, like what kind of like jobs are needed in this industry and how do we maintain that and kind of hit that peak capacity that maybe we need in order to be that metaverse leader globally? Yeah, so it's really interesting. We're seeing a ton of great schools in our backyard start to really uh, speed up with this technology. Um, so, you know, BCIT, for example, uh, we're actually going to be partnering with them uh, through um, a new organization we're launching. Um, and uh, through their tech collider space, uh, they essentially want to um, use that space as um, a talent factory. So basically putting all, you know, the kind of future um, technology leaders in the same room as students so that they can work on projects together and that they can um, inspire each other and, and look at how, how do we move uh, these industries forward? How do we solve problems with uh, certain uh, technology challenges? And um, that's really going to give students the ability to, uh, you know, work closely with uh, the potential employer. So, um, you know, they get that head start uh, rather than, you know, graduating school and then getting into a job later on, uh, they, they can actually uh, start building those relationships with industry. Uh, so that that's uh, with through BCIT, they're going to, I really do think that they're going to change the game there uh, in terms of, uh, you know, getting um, people trained up, reskilling and uh, getting them, you know, getting the talent uh, really at the, at the core of the industry. And then uh, they're also looking at, um, 
at uh, getting kids uh, inspired at uh, the high school level as well. Uh, so, you know, offering them, uh, you know, college courses while they're in high school so that, that they can get the credit and then they have that head start uh, into, um, you know, their BC IT programs uh, in, you know, after high school. So uh, I think that's uh, really going to uh, be a game changer. Uh, there's universities like Northeastern as well uh, that have, uh, you know, very advanced uh, programs and they're they're evolving with the technology, whereas uh, some of the other schools, uh, you know, you know, getting new programs and 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 uh, courses going is uh, isn't easy. So it's uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of these smaller universities and schools um, or, you know, schools that you don't look at as the first uh, the first ones uh, that you would think um, are really looking at tackling uh, some of the the um, uh, talent issues for the future, but uh, really looking at how do we build uh, this talent base and build for the jobs of the future? Because, uh, you know, we need to get ready now uh, because we will uh, potentially run into a talent shortage. Uh, so it, it's really interesting as well because, uh, you know, um, there will be jobs, uh, newly created jobs uh, in the metaverse. Uh, so, um, you know, like real estate developers in the metaverse will be <laughs> really interesting or, um, you know, uh, concierge services in uh, the metaverse uh, and, you know, we're already seeing digital fashion thrive. Uh, you know, one day digital fashion will be bigger than the fashion industry in the physical world. Uh, so the, there'll be incredible amounts of new jobs uh, that are created within this digital realm. And, um, and then also, you know, bringing it back to the physical, there will be, uh, we'll, we'll need uh, a lot of developers and artists uh, within, uh, you know, within this technology to build that out as well. You know, uh, the metaverse has obviously been a thing long before uh, Facebook uh, had that big rebranding uh, not too long ago. And I I do recall, like, maybe a a few days later, someone said to me, like, I don't know, this metaverse stuff, it seems a little overblown. Um, Just talking to experts, it doesn't seem if that's the case. But, uh, like, and just talking to you, like, you don't think uh, that the talk of the metaverse has been overblown up to this point, do you? No, no. if one of the biggest companies in the world is changing their name to Meta, that should be a sign, right? And although you know, we're we as an industry are grappling with, uh, you know, how do we feel about this? It's uh, Facebook kind of leading the way because uh, you know all the all the data issues and a lot of uh, some some of the ethical issues that Facebook has. Uh, has uh, really, <laughs> had, uh, you know, we, we see this all on the news and we see this all in uh, the articles that, uh, you know, some of the issues there. But uh, as an industry, we kind of feel great about this because now we're seeing um, Facebook invest billions and billions of dollars and going all in, essentially. So um, that just shows you that, uh, you know, the metaverse is here. The metaverse is uh going to be here for uh you know for eternity essentially it will be the future um it's that next wave of the internet and i think uh you know everyone should be paying attention to web3 and metaverse because the cat's already out of the bag excellent well we'll leave it off there Uh, dan always a pleasure i just want to thank you once more for joining us on the show today thank you so much shyler appreciate it 
That is Dan Berger. He is the founder and president of the Vancouver VRAR Association. Uh, That is it for the show today. But you can still go to BIV.com. More interviews there, as well as our stories and videos. In the meantime, thank you for listening. I'm Tyler Orton.